0: back to Tay Learning. My name is Olivia.
1: My name is Dani, and we are your co-hosts, and we've been your co-hosts for one year.
0: One year today. Oh my god! So I guess also Happy Thursday. This is weird, but there's reason for it. Okay, June 1st was the day that we released our very first Tay Learning episode, so we figured we had to do our one-year anniversary episode on June 1st. So Happy Thursday. <sighs>
1: I still cannot believe that it's been one year. And also, I've been asked before, why do we do our episodes on Wednesdays? Like, why that? It was kind of an arbitrary choice. It's because June 1st, 2022, was a Wednesday. Yeah, so it's the just only reason. We stuck <laughs> to Wednesdays and we're like, oh my gosh, we should start on the first of a month. That sounds so poetic. And we've kept to the Wednesday thing for the grand most part, except for when things have been running late for one reason or another. But here we are. One year later, however many episodes, I didn't even look to see how many episodes we've technically done. I feel like that could have been a fun stat, but we'll get to our stats here in a bit. I just can't believe we've been doing this for a year.
0: This is crazy. For those of you who maybe haven't listened to all of our backlogs, welcome. Danny and I started this podcast because we just found ourselves calling each other we're long distance friends by the way we live in different states we would just call each other to just analyze taylor swift and talk about taylor swift for hours and her roommate rebecca was like why don't you guys just start a podcast and we were like what if we just did
1: yeah what is if- here we are <laughs> i don't think it's a joke anymore <laughs> So we did. And initially, I think that that process for me, at least, was I don't think that this podcast is going to turn into anything more than us essentially documenting our conversations for our own ability to look back for posterity. And maybe even for our friends to get them into it, because we had friends who were like, we don't get why you are so ride or die for Taylor Swift. We didn't anticipate kind of what it has become to this point. At least I didn't.
0: No, same. Like the biggest selling point for me was to one, make sure that we consistently kept in touch because Danny is super, super busy. And I am the worst at texting people back without like, you know, a required thing. So this is a requirement of me every week to talk to Danny.
1: (laughs) A requirement. Oh God. That's all I am. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding.
0: It helps to keep us anchored and make sure that we stay in contact with each other. Otherwise, we would probably talk maybe once a month because we just, you know, are so busy. But also, I was really looking forward to talking about Taylor Swift on a podcast specifically because I found myself learning a lot through our research. And I wanted to learn more about Taylor Swift because I don't know everything and I want to know as much as possible. So We're here to teach others, but also get Tay learned ourselves.
1: I love the way that you just put that. And I mean, it's true. (laughs) It's the since starting Tay learning the amount that I have learned about Taylor Swift, the amount of deep diving that we've done, it's, it's just, it's been a very strong belief of mine, especially within the last year that Taylor Swift's music is more enjoyable, the more lore you have. I agree. The, The context can matter and does matter and if you enjoy the music absent of the context that's great I did too but once you learn the context it just makes it so much sweeter it's like I don't know it's like adding syrup to pancakes for the first time pancakes are delicious (laughs) on their own but then you get the fixings and you can never go back and that's how I feel about Taylor Swift's lore and her music
0: yeah for me it makes me realize just how skilled of a songwriter she is
1: Yeah, and we've said on the pod quite a bit that Taylor Swift paints feelings the way that we feel them. I'm Mm -hmm. not good at wording how I feel all the time, but she always has been. So when I don't know what I want to say, I can turn to anything in Taylor Swift discography to – paint my feelings more eloquently than I possibly could have imagined. So here we are. We know that all of you are here because you feel very similarly. We've got a lot in store for you. Before we take our break to talk about our sponsor, Spotify for Podcasters, we do want to let you know that if you listen to the end of the episode, we do have a little giveaway item that may or may not have Taylor Swift's authentic signature on it.
0: Mm -hmm. thank you for listening to us for one year
1: (laughs) yeah so stick around we'll be right back the longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards the longest field goal ever missed also 76 yards why bring this up because knowing your limits matters both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70 yard field goal it probably won't go well Okay, thanks for sticking with us. So, we're going to go through a few things today that are a lot of fun, just again to celebrate our one year. You can't see it, but Olivia is literally dancing. So, yep. <laughs> we put out a call last week for you all to tell us what your favorite moments, favorite episodes, favorite thing you've t- learned throughout our entire backlog. And we're going to talk about that as well as our own statistics. We're going to explain to you our creative process when it comes to creating Tay Learning. And then we're going to get into the giveaway stuff at the end. So that is kind of our lineup today. It shouldn't be a super long episode. It's probably just going to be a super fun episode, which it's hard to complain about those when they come around. So first thing we're going to jump yes. into is the okay. feedback that y'all gave us. And the call out specifically said, what is your favorite tay learning episode moment thing you've learned? Your answer might be featured on next week's episode. So Let's start going through them. I am so excited. Yes, I
0: love reading all of these.
1: (laughs) It made me so happy. Okay, so we've got a few long-time listeners in here. I want to start with one of our longest-term listeners, maybe, Uh The Lucia. one that makes it
0: known, you know. <laughs> she makes it known that she's been here for a while. She comments on it every single one of our episodes. Girl, we see you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you are so precious. Lucia or Lucia, we've talked about you on the podcast before, and you didn't tell me how to pronounce your name. So I'm going to go with Lucia. Lucia's favorite moment of Tay learning. Quote I love Tipsy Swifties so much. My fave part was when you guys were talking about, I bet you think about me, and you guys suddenly sang a slurred, I bet your friends tell you she's better than me. That made me laugh so hard. <laughs> Tipsy Swifties was an episode <laughs> in the first season where we got drunk <laughs> on air. <laughs> and then posted the episodes. So go listen to that so if you want to have a good time. It's so chaotic. So
0: chaotic. Next we have Caroline. She said, "Quote, I like the drafts and when you guys rank songs, it's super fun." And I agree to that. I love doing the opinion-based episodes with you, Danny.
1: They give me a lot of joy because I don't have to do any like super deep research when I'm editing it. I don't have to go do a bunch of fact-checking. So it's a little bit easier i guess but i know that like the point is tay learning and you're learning stuff so i love when people do stick around for the fun opinion-based stuff as well that makes my heart happy i agree (laughs) so next we have holly and holly said quote my favorite episodes are the song breakdowns especially champagne problems her lyricism is amazing and one of my favorite things i learned from a while ago was how taylor hung up on joe jonas I couldn't
0: learn that
1: more (laughs) she made it sound like Joe hung like said we're done and then hung up and that's (laughs) like (laughs) that what happened Joe Jonas episode exists if you want more tea on that and as far as the song breakdowns I heard so much positive feedback in my personal life about Champagne Problems I think it's because Champagne
0: Problems is one of those songs that you don't really
1: understand
0: all like the triple layers to every lyric until it's broken down like I didn't understand champagne problems that deeply before we did it
1: our breakdown of it absolutely made me enjoy it more which is kind of a running theme throughout the pod when we break down songs the more I enjoy them just because I get to know them a little better and yeah champagne problems has so many meanings it moves so quickly particularly in the bridge Mm -hmm. and people really want us to break down more folk more songs so I've heard so we're gonna have to do that because champagne problems particularly (laughs) August August oh sweet (laughs) girlie. So I'm so uh, sorry next it. week.
0: Next week. Next week.
1: It better be next week for it real. real this real. time.
0: <laughs> Up next, we have Polina, which I think that's how you never corrected us if we've been mispronouncing your name. So I say Polina, but if it's incorrect, please let us know. She says, "Quote: When you guys gave me a shout out, no, actually, I really like your tipsy episode after Midnight's was announced. It just really, actually, felt like I was in the same room with you guys."
1: It's my favorite <laughs> type of feedback. Yeah. People saying that they feel like they're just hanging out with us or when that girl said on our live that we're like the big sisters she never it had. Was that was Polina? Yeah. Oh my God, Polina, I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. I was the one that was like mostly like paying attention like on the live. I feel like when she said that, so like I, I saw her name and then I've seen oh, her amazing. name pop up ever since then.
1: Well, yeah. we have had people who have just said that it feels like where they their Swifty friends to talk to. And that oh, oh that's, just makes my heart grow four sizes. <laughs> so we'll cap off the Spotify commentary with one from Abby Betsy. And Abby says, quote, I love all about the album openers, Rep FOMO. I love opening up Spotify every Wednesday, knowing we might finally get an August breakdown or it might be something else even better. Okay, damn, Abby, call us out. (laughs) Well, surprise, this week is also not August. (laughs) And also, you're not listening on Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) I was shook when I saw this comment because... Rep FOMO, for those of you who don't know, is an episode that we recorded in the first season pretty early on that is me and Olivia's personal Swifty journeys. It's talking about how we got to the point that we did of actually hosting a Taylor Swift podcast. And we have had so many ups and downs in our relationship, particularly publicly with Taylor Swift. So the fact that we got to where we are now is kind of insane. But one thing we kept in common, even though we didn't know each other in 2017, is we both were very left out of the rep era. We had so much going on. We were not a part know. of it. So we called that episode Rep FOMO. Because I have so much FOMO
0: from that era. <laughs> I wish I would have been a diehard during that era because,
1: wow. wow. Same. And I say this every time we <laughs> vaguely reference Rep FOMO. We were not disengaged for the reasons everybody thinks we were it's not a yeah. Kanye stan thing we didn't side yeah with the Kanye Kimia thing
0: didn't mean anything to me
1: like yeah. <laughs> yeah same there were so many other reasons that me and Olivia were disengaged but it wasn't yeah. it so didn't have anything to, to do with- if you want to know <laughs> yeah it didn't have anything to do with Taylor though so if you want the tea <laughs> it's piping and all about the album openers was very early on one of my favorites
0: yeah it was a lot of fun to do it was the first time we ever creatively looked at Taylor's music and picked out songs based off of like a certain category so that was like the openers we were only looking at the openers and only discussing those songs through the lens of it being an opener which is different than just talking about the song in general so that was the first time we ever tried something a little more creative
1: and it was a lot of fun I enjoyed that episode so much but here in a few we'll talk about what our favorites to record were and our favorites to listen back to yada 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 So we also put a call out on Instagram for you all to tell us what your fave moments were. And we got a few comments and I'm so excited to go through them. Olivia, would you like to kick us off?
0: Yes. So first up we have at selfstagram1. Um, They say, Fave Epp, the John Mayer one, I learned so much about their relationship, him as a person, and just how much a young Taylor Swift was taken advantage of. Made me think about all the experiences we women have when we're younger and are taken advantage of, but it's not until we're older and wiser that we understand what happened and had our would have, could have, should have moment.
1: Oh, what a heartbreaking comment from, I think her name's Sophie, that would make the most sense. It's... True, right? That John Mayer did so many awful things that just were able to fly under the radar because social media was not what it was. And there wasn't a whole lot of public condemning for when people really misstep. Stuff slid under the radar really easily back then. And I think a big part of that episode is holding John Mayer accountable, even a decade plus later, for the stuff that he said, because you know i would hope and i do believe that he's grown but growing doesn't absolve you of the sins that you did when you were younger especially to other people and especially in
0: his case too he's a celebrity and yes this happened over a decade ago but there are still actively late 20 early 30 year old men who are trying to date 18 19 20 year olds to this day so it's important to verbalize publicly that that is wrong and even if men will never understand truly what it means to, like, date someone, a woman so young. Since they are not a woman, it's important for us to make sure that our opinions and feelings are at least out there.
1: Our next comment comes from Elowen Makes Art. And Elowen, several months ago, emailed us about her art. And it is absolutely gorgeous. Please go check her out. But her comment is... Fave Epp, Champagne Problems Analysis. After Tay learning, I forced a friend who has literally experienced a champagne problem situation IRL to listen to the song. Then I gave her the synopsis of your podcast episode, pausing the song at every line to give her the analysis. Then we proceeded to only listen and cry to Champagne Problems for the rest of our hour long drive home. I love that so much. I'm glad, Elowen, that our analysis could be used in a real life situation for you and I mean, I'm not happy that a champagne problem situation happened to your friend, but I'm happy to hear that the song could act as a sort of catharsis and a way to get those feelings out and that the analysis ideally and hopefully helped process those emotions.
0: I agree. And that you and your friend got to bond over a Taylor Swift song
1: moment too. And you just make great art. It is so stunning. So I know. Next,
0: we have Catherine Grace 14. She said, I'm new to the fam. I actually found you all through TikTok when you went live at the Eras tour. Love your podcast.
1: Oh, hey, Catherine. Welcome. Welcome. <laughs> I know we had a really high influx of people who joined us after the lives, and it's a little bit jarring to see how quickly things have kind of grown and shifted after we started going to Era shows and sharing it with people through the live streams. But I'm glad to see that people have found the podcast in that way. And hopefully you're finding episodes even all the way from our backlog long before you joined us that you enjoy and that you're learning from. Yes. And thank
0: you for everyone who came here from finding us on our live in Glendale and Nashville. I know we went live in both places. So
1: if you're here from that, hi. Is this a good time to tell them where you'll be going live again? Yes.
0: So this weekend, I guess tomorrow, Friday, I'm going to the Chicago show, so my friend Audrey and I are going together. We plan on doing a get ready with me live, definitely going live for the surprise songs. At least likely we'll go live a few more times throughout the show, but for sure live for the surprise songs. So if you're not following our TikTok and Instagram, make sure you head over there at Tay Learning Podcast so you don't miss it.
1: Awesome. Our final comment from our Instagram is from Midnight Becomes My Afternoon. They said, quote, well, my vocabulary has improved so much thanks to Taylor's lyrical genius. It's actually one of the few artists that I consider complete. She has the voice, the brain, and a big sense of authenticity. I've learned to word my feelings thanks to her. Love. I think that calls back to exactly what we were talking about the other day, right? Or not the other day earlier in the episode about how she has always put feelings and emotions as she has in Taylor Swift in ways that I can't totally say myself. So I'm glad to know that I'm not alone in that feeling. I wish that I were more put together when I'm talking about my feelings, but Taylor Swift does it for me. So I don't need to do it myself.
0: Exactly. She really has taught me a lot too when it comes to just the art of the English language. I've looked up so many words because of her or like triple meanings to certain words because of her that I didn't know before and I just can't imagine like being in her brain
1: yeah me neither it also seems stressful to be in her brain
0: there is one more comment that I wanted to share that wasn't sent to us by you know our request for this episode specifically but I thought this was super sweet I took a screenshot of it and sent it to Danny immediately so it's one that just it's really stuck with me someone said I just listened for the first time yesterday. I chose to start with the breakup episode, the Joe Alwyn and Taylor Swift breakup episode. For those of you who haven't listened to it, quote, we are totally on the same wavelength. You express everything I was thinking at the time, the difference between tabloid rumors and mainstream out- outlet reports, etc. Many Swifties seem to be on one extreme or the other. And I think I found my home w- here with you ladies. Off to binge more episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, I just There's- love you guys
1: many comments that just make my heart burst. And I just thank you all so much for being here and for enjoying the Tay Learning journey with us and literally for just breaking apart her lore together. This is so much more fun to do together. Just me and Olivia, but plus all of you. It just makes it that much better that we can share it.
0: Yes. I just love developing our own little corner of the Swifty community. I know it can be Really overwhelming and daunting. There are so many fans in this fandom and so many differing opinions in this fandom that sometimes it's hard to find a place where you feel like you belong.
1: So I hope you found it here. And Now, we're going to talk about our stats of people who have found a home here. So, we posted on our Instagram a couple of months ago because we were finally in 84 countries. And at the end of last year, we were in 34 countries. And then, like three weeks ago, I think I posted that we'd finally reached 100. And I am happy to say that we are in 104 countries. 104 countries are listening to Tay Learning. Wild, absolutely wild. And now we're in all the states in the United States as well.
0: Danny and I are based in the U.S., so we get the U.S. stats as well.
1: And just to do a little quick rundown of those numbers, because I know y'all are interested, we're going to do a top 10, so our 10 most listened to countries. And that goes Mexico, Finland, Sweden, India, Ireland, Australia, Canada, Germany, United Kingdom, and United States. And that's like in reverse order, right? Yes, that's going 10 to 1. And just to give you all frame of reference, Mexico takes up 1% of our listenership, and that's our number 10 spot, and the United States takes up 64% of our listenership. So all of those other countries flow in the 1% or just shy of 1% margin amazing our country that has the least amount of listeners will do like a a bottom five if you will but i think it's so interesting because there's at least one of you listening that's from one of these countries uh going from most to least listened so it'll be our least listened to country at the bottom meridius ghana venezuela nepal and armenia that's so wild i my brain
0: can't comprehend people listening to our voices all over the world
1: me neither it was pointed out that a couple of months ago we were at a point where at any given point tay learning was being listened to somewhere by someone
0: that's absolutely <laughs> insane we're right just now somebody is gals
1: to try to make it through life and who love taylor swift you know <laughs> <laughs> okay i have some more stats for y'all that i think is super interesting so Oh in our all-time stats, our percent of plays, about fifty-eight percent of our plays of the pod have been on Spotify, about thirty-four percent of our plays have been on Apple Podcast, about three percent of our plays have been on Amazon Music, and the rest of the percentages is on other platforms, other random platforms that happen to host Taylorning. We've really come a long way.
0: For the longest time, we were stuck on only Spotify. So it's only recently that we expanded to other platforms. It's just exciting to see so many of you guys listening from those other
1: platforms that we had been missing for so long. It was hard to get our content on Apple Podcasts. It was hard to jump through those leaps. Amazon Music had to send us an email to invite us to be hosted on their platform, and we got that a few months ago, which is really exciting. Like, it's just been crazy. So some other fun stats for y'all. Our listenership is primarily female, which shouldn't come as a total surprise. 86.4% of our listenership is female, and 9.8% of our listenership is male. 3% of our listenership is non-binary, and 0.9% of our listenership is not specified. It's important to note that these stats can only be tracked on Spotify, so that's only our Spotify listenership, but I feel like it's a pretty good litmus test for our entire listenership. Right. Right. And if we're talking about our age groups, for people that love data, I'm sure you all are living for this right now, (laughs) our primary listenership age is 23 to 27 with 28% of our listenership, followed by 18 to 22 with 25% of our listenership, 28 to 34 has 24% of our listenership, and then ages 0 to 17 and 35 to 44 both take 8% of our listenership, ages 45 to 59 have 5% of our listenership. And then our 60 plus crowd, we see you, Senior Swifties. You are 2% of our listenership.
0: Pretty good stats, honestly, Um, especially since we fall right into the age range of our most listened to group.
1: And now we are going to do a quick top five countdown of our top five most listened to episodes of all time. I'm I think this is this so fun. Have you? Are you looking at it or are yes. you? Waiting? Okay, perfect. You want to say number five?
0: Number five, we have the Muses. Harry Styles.
1: Number four, we have the Muses. Calvin Harris. Number three, we have the Muses. Jake Gyllenhaal. I'm glad you said that one, or I would have said jiggle hips. I know. <laughs> Number two, our quickest riser ever, and one of our more sad episodes, The End of Taylor and Joe. And number one, no surprise to me or Danny, we
0: have The Muses John Mayer. Probably one of our most shocking episodes. Everyone that I've ever played that to is like, yeah, I know that John Mayer sucks, but wow, I didn't
1: know he sucked that bad. Right. And I think that it's one of our best pieces of work, if I'm being honest, just because we were on it that day. We were excited about the information that we'd found and excited to share it. We both have very strong, passionate opinions about it. It was just so good. And it was recorded before would have could have should have came out. I feel like I need to put that stipulation every time we mention the John is
0: Because in it,
1: spoiler alert, you're like, you know, I think he's a pretty decent guy now. <laughs> i i guess i'm like he's probably grown he's probably better and the thing is he could be he could have grown he could be better but what could have should have gives us some insight that i yeah, can't wait to we unpack were, like
0: we thought that you know maybe him and taylor were just like meh about each other but they're not just meh
1: <laughs> can confirm no, they're not just meh about each other at all our least listened to episode, because I know that y'all are thinking it, is not totally surprising, but it's the finale of season one, which is In My Heart is a Christmas Tree Farm, our holiday special <laughs> episode.
0: It's our Christmas Tree Farm analysis. It actually turned out way cuter than I thought it would be. <laughs>
1: it's a cute episode. It's just, it's one of those things that you can really only listen to during Christmas time. I knew it didn't yeah. have the longevity. Yeah. What's your favorite episode that we've recorded and your favorite episode to listen back to?
0: Oh, my goodness. Honestly, this one I feel like is an underrated of our episodes. The Rise of a Snake, like, dual episode release is probably my absolute favorite. Really? Um, Yeah. I just, I, I learned so much while doing that one that I didn't know before about Taylor's long history with Kanye West and I know like The Rise of the Snake isn't that far down in terms of most listened to but I expected it to get similar love to some of our Muses episodes so that one's probably my favorite but the ones that are the most fun to do would have to be our draft episodes, it there's a little bit of healthy competition between us during that or song ranking episodes. I love the opinion-based ones to do.
1: Love that. I fall in line with most of our listeners and John Mayer is just such an outstanding piece of work from us, not to sound too conceited, but we really (laughs) popped off on that one. I'll agree with you. The Rise of a Snake parts one and two, I really thought would take off more than they did. Definitely Mm -hmm. surprises me that they didn't, but I will still occasionally listen to that episode just because I'm in such shock from the stuff that we learned. Yeah. As far as like favorites to do, I like all of the research that we do for the Muses episodes because I love finding those Tumblr deep cuts and putting together all the information that we learn from various sources. It feels like doing a book report and I kind of live for it. (laughs) But it is low stakes when we do stuff that, you know, has like ratings and rankings and drafts. I find those to be a lot of fun. I also enjoy when we get the chance to host people. So hosting the girls at home earlier this season, hosting Autumn from TS Tour Tips last season, getting to yes. share their information with the listeners. I I think it's just awesome. Yes, I just love connecting with other Swifties. <laughs> Me too. When we hosted Rebecca, my roommate, a few weeks ago, talking about yes. what happened in Glendale, that was so much fun. I agree.
0: I don't know. I look at almost every single one of our episodes and there's not one that I feel negative toward, you know.
1: No, I have so much nostalgia for all of our episodes when I think back to, oh, I remember a specific moment of recording this. Like I think about Jake Jill and I remember I was editing the episode, like doing my proof listen while I was on the treadmill in the gym with my boyfriend, Matt. And I was like, oh, got to get off the treadmill and make a note to have to edit this. And I recorded (laughs) The Rise of a Snake in my friend James and Logan's apartment in Houston on our setup that they have down there. And... I, I just, every episode I look at, I think of a specific moment, whether it was editing it, recording it. We've made so many memories in this past year and that's crazy. Yes. I just love
0: doing this with you. This is so fun. It's exactly what I hope for in terms of our own personal knowledge. There's so much that I've learned this entire year that we've been doing this. And I feel like a super fan now. I feel like I qualify.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. So talking about the process of making episodes, we get a lot of questions about how do you keep coming up with content? How does this fit into your life since you both have day jobs? And we have the answer for you. So Olivia is going to start us off with the process because she picks what we're going to talk about. And she's got a (laughs) whole doc tracking it. We've got years of content lined up.
0: Literally, like, let's do a fun little activity. I have a a list ranging from one to eighty six of episode ideas, and let's just do a fun little. Let's let's get a taste of what's to come. Who knows when, but you know, what's to come. Danny, pick a number one through eighty six.
1: Hmm, twenty seven.
0: Twenty seven. We have personal anecdotes about fan meet and greets so this project is something that we don't have on the docket for this season or anything like that but it is an idea of ours to reach out to fans who have met taylor and do little episodes where they just describe what it was like for them to meet taylor swift we get their full experience and what taylor was like what they said to her and everything like that so that's an idea we have danny pick another one. Ooh, uh 78 78. We have the love square. Oh my (laughs) gosh. You don't know what the love square is. We talk about it a lot in the Tom Hiddleston and Calvin Harris Muses episodes about how we think there was a love square going on. It wasn't a triangle. It was a straight up square. And I think that that whole concept deserves its own episode of discussion. So that is what's on there. 55. 55. We have our music video analyses, and I have listed literally every single music video Taylor Swift has ever done.
1: Okay. One more for good measure. Okay. uh, I should do a smaller number. Let's go nine. Okay. Number nine is discussion
0: of lyrical parallels, such as, Loving him was red, and I once believed love would be burning red, but it's golden like daylight. Or, I know you wouldn't have told nobody if I died for you versus I would die for you in secret.
1: Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. So Olivia (laughs) comes up with a lot of these content ideas. When I occasionally think of something, I go into the doc and add it. Like I think before all the Maddie Healy stuff happened, which we'll get into later, Uh, when I had – this like post pop-up on my feed of Taylor wearing the 1975 shirt. And I was like, Oh my gosh, we should talk about her history with the 1975. And what uh-huh. I realized when I put that on the docket was that that was way going to become way bigger of an issue. Literally. Then it was when I put that on our lineup. <laughs>
0: Some other fun shout outs we have too is like Taylor's history with Game of Thrones and how that inspires her music. Um, A discussion of Taylor's birth chart for all you astrology people out there. We had just have a lot of fun ideas. So no matter what, like we're going to run out of muses, you know, episodes eventually, we're going to be caught up with her love life. We're going to run out of music video analyses one day, but we are always coming up with new fun things to talk about so you don't have to worry about us going anywhere we're we're here
1: (laughs) we're here for the long haul so after this
0: like basically list of brainstorming i have on my chart our schedule so i then pull from our brainstorms and i lay them out in a way that i feel like would make sense isn't putting too much workload on me and Danny we tend to like to do a really intense episode and then a couple like easier ones to prep for and record and edit just so we don't get burned out so then I just go through and I decide what's up next for example the one that's been up next on our schedule that keeps getting pushed back is the folklore left triangle August (laughs) and it's always next so we'll see what happens with that (laughs) And um, we have another series coming up after we get through the folklore love triangle called Mental Cages, where we're going to talk about all of Taylor's anxiety songs and start to do analyses on those. So we have a lot planned. I think we have the next several months scheduled out currently, but order is subject to change based off of what goes on in Taylor's life and if we feel like we need a whole episode to talk about the latest Taylor updates
1: we typically try our best to record our episodes like the week before we'll record it. Like if it's gonna come out on a Wednesday, the Monday prior, so nine days prior, we'll start to talk about when we want to do it. And part of the reason why we cut it that close versus recording all of them like a month in advance is that when stuff happens in Taylor's personal life, that's more pressing, more important, we just wanna keep the content as up to date and as relevant as possible. Like we even have an episode in our drafts that we've been holding on to for a while, just because it was supposed to come out the day that or the week, I guess, that Taylor and Joe broke up, and that didn't feel appropriate. So yeah, it was a Muse's episode. So yeah. <laughs> so anyway, that's typically how we try to do it: is record it that week leading up to it. It gives me a few days to edit the editing process. If we have music clips, it takes a lot longer. I would say in general. One episode of editing, just to give you guys like a peek into what it's like to host a podcast. One episode, Mm -hmm. if the episode is an hour long, it's going to take me three to four hours to edit without music clips. With music clips, it can be up to like 10 hours of editing. And that is kind of a peek into what it's like to host the pod. So if you're ever looking at hosting your own podcast, and then it goes out into the world after we do a proof listen, and we just kind of hope for the best and people give us feedback. Yes. So we've been stringing you along this whole time about a giveaway. And we're pretty serious about it. Olivia, tell us all about the giveaway.
0: Okay, so this giveaway, we bought an extra jade green version of the hand signed taylor swift cd for midnights and we want to give it away to one of our listeners so we're super excited this giveaway is open to anyone 18 plus and it is open internationally as well we know a lot of our listeners don't live in the united states you guys are included in this giveaway too Uh, how to enter so you must follow us on instagram at Tay Learning Podcast. You must also follow us on TikTok if you have a TikTok, at Tay Learning Podcast. You must rate this podcast wherever you listen to it, whether that is on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, wherever you listen. We want your rating of our podcast. And then go to our Instagram page. We're going to have a pinned photo detailing the Um, requirements of the giveaway and everything and on that post you have to tag at least one of your friends who you think would like our podcast and from there on after you've tagged at least one friend you can tag as many friends as you want each friend that you tag is an entry so you get an entry for following us on instagram following us on tiktok rating us and tagging one friend and then additional one every other friend that you tag for another optional additional entry, you can share your favorite Tay Learning episode to your Instagram story and tag us so we know that you did it. That way, you know, you can share the Tay Learning love with as many people as possible.
1: We have an Instagram post for every single episode. Not all of them have the titles on it, but for example, if your favorite episode is the Harry Styles episode way back when, when we posted about it, you can snag the photo that we shared with Harry Taylor and Harry Styles, put it on your story at Taylor podcast. This is my favorite episode. And then share a little Spotify link or whatever. We'll see it.
0: Yeah. And you know, there are ways you can share directly from your listening platform, or you can take a screenshot of you listening to your favorite episode, Um, just share us to your story and tag us. But we wanted to give you guys, our actual listeners, kind of more of a leg up versus our social media followers that don't listen to our podcasts. So if you made it all the way this far, comment your favorite Taylor Swift related emoji on our most recent Instagram post, as well as doing all the required ones. This is an optional entry and you'll get an extra entry. What I mean by Taylor Swift related emoji, comment like a mirror ball, a hand heart, you know, get creative. This is supposed to be fun. Then we have a bonus DM me and Danny, whether that is emailing us at tailoringpodcast at gmail.com or DMing us straight on Instagram, guessing um, my and Danny's favorite Taylor Swift songs, both of our number one favorites of all time. If you're a long-term listener, we've said it multiple times throughout our entire history of Tay Learning, and if you get both of those songs right, we will completely double your entries.
1: So if you tag 100 friends, and you DM the Tay Learning page, and you get both of our number one songs right, that 100 entries turns into 200 entries when it comes drawing time. So we want you
0: guys, our listeners, to have the leg up in this so don't tell anyone that's not a listener because you know they have to listen right (laughs) Right?
1: the giveaway will conclude at midnight central time on friday june 23rd so i guess a better way to put it is that it's going all the way up until 11 59 on friday june 23rd once it hits midnight and it turns into june 24th no more entries in the giveaway that gives you guys about three weeks to go listen to all of our episodes and figure out what our favorite taylor swift yep. songs are if you haven't quite caught it and then <laughs> the winner will be announced on the episode the following week on wednesday the 28th and you'll also get a dm beforehand just to make sure that you actually wanted it for some reason you'd rather pass it along to the next person (laughs) so it is the jade green hand signed cd the cd itself isn't there's like an insert that is and we'll have a photo of it so you can see it on our instagram you'll know it's legit and we're really excited to give away this to someone we've had it for so long (laughs) i know we've been hanging on to it waiting for a special moment and we figured our one year anniversary
0: in the middle of our massive growth definitely warrants it being a special occasion
1: so y'all have about three weeks to get that done. We're super excited. Olivia, what are we talking about next week? Next week, we are gonna talk about August,
0: the final, the final one of the folklore love triangle.
1: We're actually gonna do it, we swear. <laughs> We're trying our best. And we've mentioned it so many times on this episode because it's been relevant, but you can always follow us on TikTok and Instagram at Tay Learning Podcast and send us any DMs if you have any questions, comments, concerns, feedback, and you can shoot us an email, tayloringpodcast at gmail.com. To enter that giveaway um, you need to be following us on Instagram and TikTok in order for any of your entries to count so make sure you do that we're so excited we're so happy that you're all here thank you for sticking around with us for one year we can't wait to see where we're at a year from now I mean I can't believe we're in 104 countries Wild. I know that's crazy but keep sharing us we love building like Olivia said earlier this very specific hyper niche within the Swifty community and we hope you all have found your home at us or your home with us I guess like that lady said. If
0: you're going to Night One Chicago, me, Olivia, we'll see you there. (laughs)
1: And if you're not, watch Olivia's live stream.
0: (laughs) Yes. Can't wait to see you guys tomorrow.
1: Goodbye, everyone. Happy one year.
0: See you next time. It gives us like an anchor, an anchoring, an anchorage. What an, am I trying an to anchorage,
1: say I mean? Anchorage, Alaska. No, no, you know, no, it, <laughs> it's, it's not a, a word, is it? <laughs> what is it? Anchorage? Is that I a word? Genuinely have no idea. I'm trying to say it
0: gives us an anchor talk to each other. Um, it- Does that even make sense?